You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technological advanced silhouette decoys on the market. And Vortex Canada, the force of optics. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is the Union 0430, episode 82, with the one and only Jeff Coates, back for his fifth time, um, if you could believe it or not. Um, if, if you haven't figured it out yet, we're a pretty big fan of Jeff, and, and I think Jeff likes us, too. So I love you guys. Boom. Thinking of you, we are. Um, so awesome. Uh, we've got Jeff Coates on and, and all of you, uh, of all the millions that listen, you know, it's always a great show when Jeff comes on. So we will be all over the place tonight uh, as per normal, uh, but we'll kick off with introduction of the boys. Philly is in uh, Port Perry, right? Yeah. Always get the ports all mixed up. There's Mark, a couple of them. Yeah. Mark is in Ashen, just outside the nation's capital. And all the way. Do you want to say it? You want to say it, Jeff? No. You're not, not going to say it? I'm not going to say a word. All the coming to us all the way from King Carden. Kinkerden. Kinkerden. <laughs> Mr. Dave Palmer. And coming to us from Ocean City, Maryland. Mr. Pit Boss Waterfowl himself, Mr. Jeff Coates. Jeff, buddy, thanks for uh, thanks for coming back on again. I, I I'm happy that you're on, but I, I'm sad for you at the same time because you missed out on what would have been an amazing trip down to Arkansas. You and Karen were going to go. You were going to have a wonderful trip. Nice romantic duck hunt. Uh, trip for you and Karen flying first class the dude boys I'm talking to him on the phone a couple of weeks ago and he's got it all planned out he's telling me he said we're flying first class we're gonna we're gonna do our hunt and we're gonna stop over in Memphis I believe right you guys were gonna go to Memphis for oh he had it all planned out and then mother nature got involved and put the screws to it so i feel bad for you buddy because i know you were you you and karen both were looking really forward to this trip we really were thank you first off guys thank you for having me on this evening i appreciate it very much thank you and hey for anyone that's listening you only get to hear us once a week but the sixth member of the union 0430 has his own podcast yeah so you can get another episode that you would like <laughs> right jeff yeah man we're trying to kick it in i it, it's it's been my attempts have been basically just me talking so i've really made a strong attempt to matter of fact yesterday with with species i thought i had it all set up yeah i said hey man if you got a second just let me i want to i'm trying to test this out my idea was not i, I love the zoom idea yeah. But um, just for the audio, I wanted the audio to be crystal clear. So I'm thinking, man, not, not everybody has iPhones, but like FaceTime audio. I want to figure out how to get my FaceTime audio hooked into the recorder. And I thought I had it all figured out, and I didn't. But this afternoon, although I didn't have a chance to do it, I, I think I've cracked cracked the code on it. And yeah. uh, by the way, species, species says to say hello. Yeah, I bet. Um, he just celebrated his birthday. So you guys, Dave, you and, you and Mark met 
Jeff Wright. Um, when we were in PEI, we'd done a show, he, he had stopped down. Um, he had just celebrated his birthday um, about a week ago, I believe. So um, I'm looking for like, I really am looking forward to going back down. It looks like I might be in PEI in April. So uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be looking, checking, uh, checking in with him for sure. Once I'm down there, but, um, but yes. Dave, thanks for bringing it up, Dave. Yes, I do try. We're trying to do it, trying to make a concerted effort to do it and try to do uh, not once a week, like you guys, but maybe like twice, twice a month, have some decent content. So thank you. So, so why don't you talk about the Patron? Uh, am I saying that right? Patron, pa Patreon, Patreon. So yeah. Patron, that that's, that's, that's uh, tequila. tequila. That's tequila. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. nah, was close enough. Close yeah. enough. Yeah. So why don't you tell but, us about Patreon? So I, I had mixed emotions about it because I, I hate to ask people for something. Mm -hmm. And kind of the gist of it is, is that you're asking people to support you. Um, un under the guise maybe of um, if they support you, that you can make better content, you can do more content, it'll afford you to do more things. And I started an account way back in the day, and I just never did anything with it. And Bob Owen from uh, Lone Star, Lone Star, Lone, excuse me, Bob, Lone Duck, Lone Duck Retrievers, um, full-time dog, dog, dog retriever trainer uh, from uh, upstate New York. And he did a giveaway that all his patrons, you can have different levels. And, but basically he had set up that um, he was going to give away an all expense paid sea duck hunt with him, with me. And the more we sat in the boat talking about it, um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I, you know, I kind of wanted to make sure Karen was on board with it because she's going to be a part of it. And um, we've kicked it off. It's, it's been a little slow to, to get going. Um, but if anybody wants to check us out, pay, patreon.com forward slash Jeff Coates, C-O-A-T-S. And um, I think we got, we have 10 patrons right now, but I have three different levels. And the, the ultimate level is we're going to give away a sea duck hunt for four different patrons. Um, so they're kind of a mixed group of people. We did it with the whole Pit Boss XX, uh, the, the 20th anniversary. Um, we, we did a hunt where like generally, typically they should be like like-minded people. So maybe they don't know each other, but you know, kind of people that are in the, in the like mind and, and they entered the contest. Um, that contest, they, you had to do a video uh, submission. And um, so it kind of, we kind of thought everybody was on board, you know, more or less on board and it, it worked out well. So but we're going to give it a, we're giving it a roll and see maybe, you know, maybe it takes it, takes it six months, eight months, takes it a year to get going. But um, especially with uh, when we get world headquarters up and running, um, I just, I just envision, you know, envision more going on. And, um, and, and again, Karen's going to, she's going to take a role and be a, a bigger part of, of, of what we got going on there too. So what you need, Jeff is only fans. Only. <laughs> well, I've told Karen, that I think there is, there is a segment of the audience of, of the, the interweb out there that I think she and I can be very uh, successful. <laughs> like in fairness, I was contemplating about starting an OnlyFans myself. Like I was going to be selling like, you know, inappropriate photos for $20. Of, of, of yourself? It, yeah. Like tw Ooh. 20 bucks to get a photo, 50 bucks to not get one. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah, Karen, Karen might be a little on the naive side, but I, I explained to her, man, there, there's a cat, like whatever she brings up as a Karen, there's a category for that. Ah, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not 
not diving into that one, not whatsoever. Um, but I will, I will, I, I would like to elaborate a little bit on, on your program. So for all of you men and, and ladies that are listening out there, um, you know, for the, the cost of a couple cups of coffee, you could be on the lowest, on the lowest level of, of Jeff's program. So like, hey, we don't and that's call once a month. Well, we at, at not level the lowest level. level number one. Sorry, yeah, that's poor poor wording on my part. But yeah, for the cost of a couple cups of coffee, you could be on level one. So, um, and and that gets you. I'm pretty. That gets you a t-shirt, is it, Jeff? Get you decals. That's the one oh. thing everybody. Hey, can I get some decals? Can I get some decals? And I just said, hey man, send me some money. You know, so when I say send me money, some people send me a dollar. Other people send me ten dollars. Right? Yeah. So I was like, you. Know, we'll come up with like a, a decal pack six dollars yeah. they you know it's, it's what it, that's what i would probably charge anyway for some decals so i was like you know at the very least we're not just you know, not just asking money for nothing the very yeah. least you're going to get decals yeah, absolutely level number two is uh, a t-shirt and then level number three you're entered into the uh the c.com hunt giveaway as well as we're gonna we're gonna give away some uh deca decoys along along with that so yeah, awesome. Um, so I will put it out there now because our good friend Craig Lalonde chimed in on your post when you were doing your green wing teal, Jeff. So a buddy of ours, Craig Lalonde, had mentioned that he would love to have one of your green wing teals. And then he had asked me if I would bring one back for him um, when I come down. And I'm like, yeah, 100%. So um, I have no problem filling my truck full of uh duck decoys from jeff Coates. if anybody wants to start putting their orders in with them uh smuggling them in ah. one question yeah but decoys yeah did you, did you ever finish the puffins oh the puffins they're, they're sitting in the they're painted like uh 40 painted oh yeah you're still working on them they're a work in progress yeah, I just, uh, I just honestly, I, I, I've told a couple of people, I guess I'm like a, a degenerate decoy carver because like I had these visions of grandeur that I'm going to get all this stuff done. And the reality is I get this much done. So I start making, as, as I get closer to season, I start making deals with myself like, okay, well, I can get this done. I'm going to set those aside. So they're, they're sitting there waiting on me. You know, I, um, boys, I know Jeff down, down on your part of the, the world it it's 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 a something that's that's being done right there's a lot of decoy carvers down there there's a rich history in in your area for decoys and stuff but we're really starting to see a lot more people up in our area start especially younger people like our good friend brendan veerman uh he's just finishing the painting on his now on his mallards and and we had hunted um together a few times this year and i had talked to him about the time when we were down in PEI and I had hunted over Jeff's and well, the two Jeff's Jeff and Geoff's uh, decoys. And I thought it was just really cool to be able to say that I was hunting over handmade, you know, hand carved decoys and stuff. And Brendan's like, yeah, yeah. He said, it's awesome. He said, it, it, it's my goal that I'll have my own spread of my own carved decoys. And, and that's what I'll use, but you're starting to see more and more people getting into it now. Uh, and I just, you know, you look at some fellas, and this is my thoughts anyways, you look at some fellas and, and you know, they, they've shot a lot of birds in their life. Um, and it's not just about shooting the birds anymore. It's more about this experience and making every experience 
out into the hunting blind just a little bit more special every time. And I think that's what you're, that's one uh, instance where you're seeing um, a lot of people that are like, well, listen, I'm going to make my own decoys and I'm going to, I'm going to carve them and, and I'm going to make birds finish over them. And I'm going to, I'm going to get my birds that way. So I think it's a really cool idea. I, I agree with you. And it's the kind of thing where like, you know, it, it does kind of keep you in the game all year long. I mean, it, it's something to do in the off season. You know, it keeps, it keeps me always thinking about trying to improve what I can do. I'm sitting there, sitting there painting. I'm always, always thinking so, and or carving. Um, you're just sitting there thinking, thinking, thinking. Sometimes I'm listening to the, the Punisher Waterfowl podcast. Um, or, you know, I just listen to a lot of stuff. I, I had an old, uh, uh, old, old DVD player that I didn't watch a lot, but I listened to a lot of stuff, you know, and, and mm -hmm. uh, kind of like the waterfowl, like more waterfowl hunting videos and DVDs back in the day. Um, but yeah, it does kind of add to the whole experience. And, um, you know, it's just something that it's kind of ebbs and flows. I think um, the decoy contest around here, Happy Grace, uh, Happy Grace, Maryland, where I was born, you know, is the self-proclaimed self decoy capital of the world. And uh, the show, like in the late 90s, it was huge. And it's kind of like, you know, as, as people get older, people pass away, things get small. And it just really hasn't been the, the younger, you know, the younger group of people come in to kind of kind of revitalize it. But um, but just like the uh, we were talking earlier about jumping in the water with the waders on, that was in that was in Westlake, Ohio, the ODCCA, you know, Ohio Decoy Carvers and Collectors Association. That was at their their March show. So there's there's decoy shows you can pretty much visit pretty much, you know, the entire you know, the entire off season, if you will, there's, there's a decoy show somewhere. Um, and nice and, and very good job. That was a very professional move on your part, Jeff, and, and getting that, that, uh, uh, waiter plug in there. Cause, uh, you know, let, let's, so Dave, uh, there's a, well, no, first there's a decoy carving thing in Ontario coming up in March. Is I'm it pretty really? sure it's March. Yeah. It's over, uh, near, near Kitchener. Okay. I didn't yeah. know. So I shot geese in Kitchener one time. Did you really? Huh. Yeah, I'll look it up. Um, but Dave, you uh, you and Jeff had a very uh, a pretty good conversation. Excuse me. Well, about... I, you know, when Jeff first got on and we were talking, I'm like, I was just super glad to see Jeff because I was worried because I saw a video of Jeff <laughs> in waders jump into a pool. But but Jeff like. Like, and everything i've read on facebook and twitter says if you jump into a lake or a pool with waders on you'll sink to the bottom and die and i'm surprised that jeff made it through his ordeal but i think that this is a good time to maybe talk about that little myth that's going around and maybe bust it with jeff talking about his little thing there you want me to take, want me to take the lead? Yeah, it's your buddy. Yeah. You were the one that jumped in. Jeez. I didn't do we'll it because I was you. afraid. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't it the kind of thing where it, you know, it all generally, typically, if you're on the water, you're waterfowl hunting, whether it's ducks or geese, but if you're on the water, you know, 90% of guys are wearing waders, right? And it's always been, you know, the the, the myth kind of thing. And, I, and I'm, I'm not making any, if anybody, I'm not making fun of anybody that's died from waterfowl hunting. That's, that's not my intent in this. Because yeah. I had a couple today bring that up. Well, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Yeah. It's very, that's, that, that was not my intent in this, but I, you know, to me, common sense, we, we did uh way, way back in the day, we, we had to jump uh, for swimming for lifeguard for boy scouts. You had to jump in a pool with clothes on and like, turn your, turn your, uh, sh you know, your shirt into a life jacket, your pants, whatever, 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 or do, 
like kind of the dead man's float where you, you floated and if you had to be in the water for a while that you instead of treading water you'd mm -hmm. kind of put your head underneath rest come up get a breath and go back under and it just i'm kind of rambling but in my mind we we as human beings generally float in water and especially salt water is even more buoyant so it's yeah. it's even easier to float salt water right yeah it's, i won't it, do it i was gonna say you think about it, water waders you take out you take waders and you hold them in your hand they don't weigh a lot if you fill them full of water they're not going to weigh enough to sink themselves to the bottom so what what makes people think if you fill them full of water they're going to pull you to the bottom <laughs> right it's not like they suddenly weigh 100 pounds they don't weigh anything else because they're in water <laughs> now, that said it, there's a very real possibility like if you're in waders and you jump in, like dive into the pool and your waders are full of air, that mm -hmm. creates like a balloon that'll, that'll buoyantly up and you'll be face down and you'll have to flip yourself. But in that case, you're trying to fill your waders with water to, to get rid of the bubble, right? So, And but, this is the importance of wearing a wading belt. Right. Yeah. Keep the to... water out of your legs. Or a PFD. Yeah. That too. Even yeah. better. As, a, yeah. as opposed to pdf yeah 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 uh, don't don't try and wear a pdf but and so that was this is this goes stems back when we we did the dvd series we had the tv show and you know not that i, I want to be argumentative all the time but this would this would be a topic that would come up where i i just i thought it was foolish and and i can't believe somebody that's intelligent would would believe that the water in like like Mark, like you said, the water inside your waders weighs more than the water. The water inside is more dense than the water outside of your waders, right? So it happened to be that show. I had an old set of hydrogen waders, and um, Saturday night, you know, it's a it's a big time. They 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 float at the uh, Holiday Inn Express. Basically, all the rooms look down into the pool. They on Sunday morning, um, they that's where they had the decoy contest. They floated them in the water. Um, you know, there'd be some boat guy layout boat guys there. They throw boats in the pool Saturday night and kind of get a little rowdy and you know, on the little, on the, on the, I won't say crazy, but a little on the wild side. But before it got too crazy, went up to the room, grabbed these waders. Tom Matus was there. He was very concerned that I was going to go to the bottom. He had the, <laughs> the old pool. And, and Tim that was filming, like it, when I'm about to do this and I had a drink or two, we went out to eat. And also, you know, it's not like I hadn't had a little bit of alcohol and like he, he had the camera, but he was like worried for me. He's like, he, he told me I was going to go to the bottom of the pool and be stuck on the bottom. Whoa. And, uh, the little video clip I put up today is only what 40, 40 seconds or whatever, but the, the entire clip, I was in the pool swimming around for five minutes. I even walked up in the shallow end because they're saying all oh, the waders aren't full. So I walked to the shallow end and filled them all up. And I was like, I'm telling you, man, these things are 100% full. And, you know, if anything, they like, they made me float kind of in a goofy, a goofy way that it, like that my almost that I, my head wanted to go under kind of thing. Yeah, right? Like, like, like a buoy. It's yeah, almost it's like, like a buoy, right? 100%. Now, I'm concerned. Did you wait half an hour after eating before you went to the pool? <laughs> it had dessert. No, jump right oh. in. Well, I so it's a good video, and and I urge anybody that's that's listening to go on Jeff's social media and watch it. But what I really, um, or yeah, Mark, you could probably share screen and and bring it up. But what I love is Jeff's like. I, this video took place before the whole swagger where you walk in somewhere and your arms are flopping like this. But that's how I picture Jeff. He was like, I got my waders and I'm going to jump into the pool. And I'm just, 
and I could just picture him because he was so confident coming around. He was like, you're all, you're all filming me. Y'all think I'm going to fucking drown. You watch. And he's you know, like swimming around and then he dives in under. It was awesome. He, he was the original, like people who watch the UFC and yeah. they see Conor McGregor when he walked in with his arms, yeah. like, like yeah. doing that. And then Brad Marchand copied him. Yeah. Conor McGregor copied Jeff Coates into that pool, <laughs> right? Yeah. Jeff Coates is the OG. Yeah, he's the OG. Mark, I, you going to bring that up? No, you guys keep talking. I'm going to get yeah. this sorted. That, there. If my if my dates are correct, sometimes it's my off a year or so. But I think I think it would have been 2000 uh, March of 2006 is when we did that. That's uh, it's pretty good, man. Like it, it was a it was a good video. Um, and I too, I you could see the guy that's behind you with that big long blue pole, eh? And he's just he's like it's, a wild spring, ready to pounce in case things go. I'd like, I'd like to know where where all of Jeff's hair is. <laughs> everybody thought I was. Everybody thought you was bald. Yet. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought you were bald, and then you just started letting your hair grow. Okay, Sometimes. I found something. Do it. What do you have? Because I got it. I got that. So that's the 2022 Canadian National Wildfowl nope. Curving Championship. Okay. June 3rd, 4th, 5th. This is on Jeff Crete Wildfowl Carving. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. So it's in uh, Waterloo, Ontario. Yeah. So. Canadiannationals.net. Yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. I think I, I'd like to go to that, actually. Yeah, you'll be pretty uh, close to my place. Huh? Yeah. Jeff, Jeff would come down for the Worlds, the World Worlds Championship in April. Yeah. They would, they would, yep. yeah. Je- yeah. Jeff Creed is 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 really, really well. Um, and then there's another another gentleman that's that lives close by me. I don't know if you know his name, Jeff, but his name is um Fell, Larry Fell. Do you know that name? That I don't. No. He I've seen some of his stuff re- really, really good, but um, I don't have an eye for, uh, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. <laughs> just, just watch this, watch him walking out. He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the pole is there just in case. He was, con- Tom was concerned, man. He didn't want yeah. me to die. Like this, like dive in. It's awesome. Swim around. Yeah. And and again, ladies and gentlemen, the people that are listening, uh, we're not take we're not um I'm taken away from any any tragedy no. that you've uh you know that you've seen or been part of, but you know, it is what it is. But look at that baby that, face. That is Jeff Coates for everyone who's watching. <laughs> yeah. And so you can't. Like it's hard to look at him and say that that's Jeff, but when you hear him talk, yeah, you're like, yeah, that that's Jeff. That that's one hundred percent. Hey, and and at the end there, I do say, man, if that water was cold, I'm not I'm not saying anything about hypothermia. That's right. You know, all just straight up. If your water, because yeah. everybody told me that if my waders are full of water, I'd I'd be like, not that I'm not a, I'm not a lightweight guy, but I'd be a thousand I'd weigh a thousand pounds and I'd be stuck on the bottom, and that's just what I wanted to. To, to prove to prove prove whoever wrong whomever yeah. wrong. yeah the, oh, the best good. part about that shared screen is like some guys will have like playboy as a link or like only fans 
Mark has still as his number one link on the left. <laughs> still chainsaws. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, yes. <laughs> Look at that. What oh, is there too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking. I was like, oh fuck. I hope there's something good here. And then still <laughs> no. Uh, that's that's awesome, Jeff. Um, give us an update on pit boss world headquarters buddy i know i me and mark are, are making our way down there uh next fall um we're gonna go to the and and we're hoping dave's gonna come along too but dave's important and and does all kinds of nuclear tests and stuff like that so he it's may not pronounced be. nuclear <laughs> okay homer <laughs> so uh that coming from chief wiggum this time last year we, we hadn't settled yet on the property right i think it was right. uh I'm looking it was uh the 26th of february we settled and um man last year things moved so slow <laughs> it took us like 16 weeks to get the property surveyed another five weeks to get some you know get some um site plans drawn up and then this that put us into September and I had other things going on. I had to kind of switch gears. So this year, I just really want to stay ahead of it instead yeah. of behind it. And um, I was talking to, we still haven't hundred um, percent decided on the builder, but I, I think we know who we're going to go with. And I talked, uh, I talked to the, to our money man this afternoon and um, just kind of things are, are moving along. I'm just going to stay. Uh, like I said, I want to stay ahead of it instead of behind it. Very, very motivated to get it, get it done this year. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, okay, I don't want to say, you know, ruin, not that it's a big surprise or anything, but I mean, a part of it was of getting down, uh, I, I, over the years, I've been very fortunate to stay at many, many lodges, probably mm -hmm. my, my five-star lodge, the top of the list would, but I stayed at Honeybreak Lodge down in uh, Louisiana and, and probably, uh, you know, I've stayed at other guide services that just had basically an apartment room kind of thing where it was basically just a, a place to sleep. So kind of done everything in between. Uh, Karen has never been able to experience any of these kind of things. We travel a lot, but not not in a a a duck hunting lodge kind of thing. So this is going to be a good example for her, uh, just to see what you know, see what Buster Cooper had going on, and see how they run things there. Because you know, uh, the the plans would be if if we're going to do this, is that she's going to be a major part of of running of running what we got going on over there. So that was one of the day to day operations, right? Hundred percent. That'll be her. That you know, that'll be her full time job. You know, mm -hmm. working for, I don't want to say working for me, but like, let's say working for the brand kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and I think I can be much more productive if, if she's helping me um, than her, her not being here helping me kind of thing. So, um, you know, I do, I do see her being just an integral part of, of all, all the, what we're doing. So, um, but uh, it's three and a half acres. Uh, the main building is going to be, it gets, keeps getting bigger, but it's right at the moment. It's, it's 52 by 104, 100. 52 feet by 104 feet and then a, a bump out of a, a 40 by 40 that uh on the first floor will be living and then uh, the second floor I, i'm not really sure what's going to go on the second floor but it's going to be hopefully something that's very positive so well i i seen the preliminary sketches uh of the of the building and it looks it looks amazing buddy and and knowing you and knowing karen i have no doubt in my mind that it's going to be unbelievable and i can't wait i just wish it was going to be done for next fall but i guess i'm just going to have to make another trip down in a year 
in a, in a couple of years time to, to take advantage of it, I guess. But uh, I, I tell you, the one thing I am concerned about, though, is is if Karen is going to start making this part of her, you know, day to day operations and stuff um, and and exactly like where you guys are geographically, like you're not that far from from the outer banks to where the tuna could be caught. Um, no, not a four, how four is how is Karen not going to be able to get to because I'm telling you, I'm still to this day, probably the best thing I've ever eaten in my life was that tuna that we had in PEI hands down. Fresh man. You couldn't get any fresher for sure. Right. That was amazing. So yeah, but I, 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 I can't wait. I, I can't wait to see what you guys are going to do. Uh, I really we can't, but. We're definitely definitely going to miss the pitfalls refuge out back here. You know, we're not not we're going to miss that aspect of the water, but that's about the only thing we're going to miss. Um, got uh, we're going to put in a, a small. I need fill anyway for for the for the building for the site. Mm -hmm. uh, for the so we're going to dig a pond. Um, I don't know if we can maybe we can get we can get some wood ducks there. If we're going to maybe buy buy a couple by a couple like calling call mat back in the day they were called calling mallards like a kind of a mini mini mallard okay. and uh, get get them in there and and um you know corn helps everything out so we throw a little little food in there uh the mm -hmm. neighbor across the street he has three wood duck boxes that he he gets anywhere from he says anywhere from eight eight to fifteen eggs in each box uh we have seen wood ducks flying around and there's a couple of impoundments that are very close to us so i, I think if you know if you kind of that that saying if you build it they'll come yeah so we won't we won't totally be missing the waterfowl there, but that that'll be the uh, probably our biggest, you know, the biggest thing we'll miss current day is we won't have the water out back, but everything else is upside. The dogs are going to enjoy that that piece of property much more than they do here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it'll be fenced; they'll be able to run basically the entire piece of property, and um, it'll 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 just be you know it'll just be our future. That, yeah. That's what it'll be. Absolutely, and and a great yep. one at that. Um, Thank you. So, so give us an update on what's happening that over at, at, uh, at Molly's. I just seen that they made an announcement that they got restocked on ammo. And I didn't realize how big a deal Molly's was when it came to federal ammunition. They are a big deal. They have a great relationship with, with federal ammunition for sure. Um, and that's that that sea duck load, the waterfowl load, the duplex. That that was a Molly. It's been a Molly ex exclusive for three years. Yeah, past past three seasons. So yeah, I mean they they they. It's a great family business. Um, their web page is very 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 close to being tweaked so that it, it they can they have the they, they have the um, the selection, they have the volume, and they they have the pricing. They can compete with anybody nationally. They just need to be able to have the platform to, to be able to get out there out there to do it. So they're very, very close to having it done. But yeah, yeah man, they're I do the I do a radio spot for them. Uh, we do it kind of update weekly. Yeah. And uh, you know, like ammunition, ammunition guns and ammunition is a big deal here. I mean yeah. it's a big deal in the fact that there's a limited supply of it. Yeah. Yeah. Boys, I've been doing a lot of talking. Phil, you got anything, buddy? Uh I would like to come down and shoot with Jeff. Unfortunately, Let's do it. that's not going to happen this season because mm -hmm. I am going to Saskatchewan for like two weeks for the seal hunt. Yeah, sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and and that's not and two trips in like a month is not going to fly 
with the CFO of uh, Christian Enterprises, so to speak. <laughs> the Minister of Finance. Yes. By the way. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But I'm that, that's why you need to start year. your OnlyFans page. Right? Yeah. I said 20 bucks to get a photo, 50 to not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hopefully next year, because like I have, I have like this dire itch to go to Crabs to go. There you go. Yeah, like that. That would be like like breakfast, John, lunch, and dinner every day. Just go to this. Place I am just just to let you know, I'm working on a plan to get Dave to start selling plutonium, um, to start Ooh, to start uranium. um, funding our our waterfowl adventures caution radioactive <laughs> material yeah <laughs> dave's gonna start selling plutonium um so uh we'll we'll be good there, there's a couple shady guys that's been kicking around lately asking about it they seem harmless but i'm sure dave can source some I'm gonna leave that one alone <laughs> a couple episodes you guys were talking about season dates right yeah so here is, a, here is a U.S. Fish and Wildlife Atlantic Flyway fact for y'all. This past season was the last year of the special sea duck season in Atlantic Flyway. Mm -hmm. Way back in the day, it was 107 days long. Our regular duck season could be 30 days, 45 days, or 60 days, depending on what, the pop, what they deemed the population to be, right? But sea ducks was always open. It was 107 days long. So six years ago, they, they reduced it. To it and it was a seven bird limit with no more than four scoter so six years ago they wanted to reduce some of the harvest try to kind of you know just kind of curtail it shall we say so they dropped 107 days to 60 days and they wanted to reduce the harvest by 25 percent they dropped the seven to five with no more than four scoter they will say in six years the harvest rate went up 30 percent so they wanted to come up with something kind of a um, to shock the uh, shock the Atlantic flyway and the harvest, reduce the harvest of, of sea ducks, sea ducks, scoter, old squall and eider. Um, so next year, in not just in Maryland, but the Atlantic flyway, sea ducks will just be considered ducks. So whenever that, that state, that state duck season open, you can target sea ducks. And instead of five, no more than four of anything, it's four, no more than three of anything. So um, it's going to be a little, little bit of a difference next year. Um, I think here specifically in Maryland, um, I think it, I think it will, it will reduce, it will reduce the harvest because we have a week in October and then mid, mid November to the, the two weeks in the last two weeks of November, the sea duck season opened in between there. So if you're a waterfowler, there's nothing else to do. So the Saturday that sea ducks opened, like everybody and their brother was out shooting sea ducks. Mm -hmm. So now with it being only open when duck season's open, the thought process is our, our October seasons, a lot of wood ducks around, right? So somebody's going to want to go shoot wood ducks or target wood ducks before they want to target sea ducks. So I think in Maryland specifically, it is going to, it will help, help reduce the harvest rate. So Actually, I have a question for you, Jeffrey. Yes, sir. What is, what does Scoter taste like? Like, how is it? So it's very, it's a very, they're very iron rich. They're eating protein, right? They eat yeah. shellfish. Not that they won't pick up something here or there, but you know, day in and day out, they're, they're eating shellfish, clams and mussels. They have to swallow them whole and they crush them inside. So yeah. generally, typically, everybody has bluegill. So that's when somebody hasn't shot scoter before. They they want to say, hey, can we eat them? Like you know, do you like bluebill? If you if you if you like bluebill, scoter are going to be right there with them. If you don't like yeah. bluebill, probably not going to like scoter. Yeah, so like some some of the places I hunt here uh, in Ontario, like like long tails, yep. are dime a dozen. 
you want to shoot a, like your six bird limit of all drakes, you probably can. Like, you know, you can skip the juvies, skip the hens. You can legit shoot your six drakes hands down. And they're not exactly the greatest tasting. Well, now, so blue, like, like bluebills, like, cause like bluebills, redheads, cans, like they're all vegetate, like they eat vegetables. They like underwater, like was it like aquatic celery, they eat grass and stuff. They don't eat like fish. Like, you know, it's a, a big misnomer like a to a lot of people. Yeah, lawn darts. Hey, That's a, it's a big misnomer to a lot of people. Like, oh yeah, like oh, there's a fish eating ducks. Bluebills don't eat fish, like not on the regular. Have you ever seen a mallard eat a fish? I seen a picture You've on Facebook. Pictures. Yeah, must we be were, true. We were down at the harbor on Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, and this hen mallard kept jumping in the water, picking out little minnows, jumping back up on the on the ice shelf, and she tried to eat them. It was it was pretty awesome to watch. So, not not a lot of weeds around at that time of the year. Yeah, generally, typically, I would tell you too, man. Like old squall here, when you when you breast them open, they're just when you open them up, they they smell kind of funky for sure. Um, I have seen, especially uh, friends on Lake Ontario on the New York side, uh, especially in in the spring, I've seen one friend sends me pictures of like old squall just trying to choke down choke down some some big some big fish. Um, oh, yeah. So going off on a little tangent, I saw today a camp, a picture on, I can't remember whose picture it was, but it was a canvas back choking down a fish. Yeah. And I have another friend, maybe it was Geoff actually sent it to me. Um, Central Park in New York to Hooter Merganser. It was eating a rat. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a bait. It was a very rat, but this thing was choking down a rat. <laughs> well, you know, they are creatures of their their geography like you look at pei i never thought i'd see geese hitting a potato field either you know what i mean and and here they are in, in pei hitting potato fields so those are irish those are irish geese yeah yeah the famine that still think the famine's on the go mark did you have anything for jeff buddy you know speaking of geese though those pictures of uh, the cops with the geese because they're not allowed honking in Ottawa. That's, that's classic. That's all. Awesome. So have you heard about this, Jeff? That I have not. Okay. So, so we have, there's, there's uh, a bit of a protest happening in our nation's capital right now. These truckers, right? So these truckers have, have descended upon our nation's capital have completely locked down the downtown core right so our, our parliament building everything so and it, it's impressive how how well they've done it and they're not being assholes they're not destroying nothing it's peaceful protest but what they've been doing in the nighttime is just everybody's coming onto their air horns right just all night long so they've put in a uh i guess a, a noise abatement rule now no no honking after a certain time or anything like this so now there's all these pictures of of geese in the back of cop cars and and saying they didn't get the memo about the no honking in ottawa anymore and stuff so it's it's pretty funny that that's canadian humor for us right there understood back yeah. real quick back to scoter breast them out soak them in water for a couple of days change the water get the blood out of them they're very edible yeah, that's what I do with all like all all my ducks and geese. Like I'll bring them home, soak them in salt water for twenty four hours, and then divvy it up, toss them in the freezer. Like I, I jerky, 
a couple tablespoons of vinegar, eh, Mark? Use that too. I mean, vinegar yeah. doesn't hurt any meat. No, that's must what, be a new thing. No, vinegar is what I've, I've Mark showed me. I've been doing it all this year. Good marinade. That's, yeah, that's what I've been yep. doing with mine. Just a couple teaspoons of, of, of vinegar in with the water. It's awesome. If you if you shoot big game and you gut shot it, or you clean your big game and you bust open the gut, vinegar and water. Wash it off right away with vinegar and water. And you won't have any bad taste in your oh in your meat. The buffalo trace. Ooh, Jeff. Jeff there you go. got me on that down in down in Prince Edward's Island, as my grandmother would call it. I was surprised to see. I was surprised to see it there. It's not an island anymore. It's a peninsula. What? What? It's attached to land now. It's a peninsula. Oh, where? Oh, because of the causeway, because of the bridge. That doesn't count. Oh, yeah. It does. <laughs> you, can't, you don't have to take a boat. <laughs> it's the longest, longest bridge in the world over ice-covered water. Yep. Oh, we upset Phil. <laughs> <laughs> he gone. He gone. Dave? What are you What's thinking, up? buddy? What are you thinking? There's, there's, I, I see the cogs moving around there. There's, there's something going on in your head. Nothing well, he wasn't going to bite about. on the whole plutonium thing because of work, no. but <laughs> yeah, no, he's not going to, he wasn't going to bite on that, not at all. Well, so just so anyone who doesn't know, um, in Canada, we have a thing where we have can do reactors, Can, Canadian deuterium uranium. No plutonium here, bud. Oh, can do as opposed to can do. Can do. No can do. No can yeah. do. Yeah, sorry. So, no, it's okay. I, I just thought you knew more about me than you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no better not, than that. <laughs> yeah, no better than that. So, we sort of kind of alluded to it uh, at the beginning, and, and Phil and Dave, it really sucks that you're not going to be able to take part in this, but. Um, with direct consultation with Mr. Coates, we've we've sort of come up with our quasi itinerary for uh, November of, of 2022. And that is the Easton Waterfowl Festival, the decoy museum, hanging out with the coats, and then doing a morning hunt. And I, there's going to be there's going to be um, have you paid attention to Jeff's social media, Phil? Food is not ever a question. Oh, yeah, yes. there's, there, there's going to be food. Yeah. Always, always. Crabs to go and ribs on the pit boss smoker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big I, I crab fan. I, do it. I'm sorry I interrupted. Go. Yeah, no, no, go for it, buddy. Well, I was just going to say, man, I think, I think the way to do that trip is you hit Habit of Grace on the way in. Yeah, and visit the the Dequa Museum, Happy Grace Dequa Museum, right on the shores of the famed Susquehanna Flats, where market gunning and sink box and and you know it's 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 a decoy museum, but it tells you the history of waterfowl hunting on the Chesapeake Bay through decoys. So they've got punt guns, they got battery guns, they got sink boxes, they got bushwhack boats, and it's right you're right there you're right there on the shores of the Susquehanna Flats. So that that in itself is 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 a is a really good experience. 
if you got enough time, I can uh, we'll get you we'll get you dialed in. You can stop at Joey Joe's and check out his shop. Oh yeah, he's right. A, yeah, he's a local carver there. But and then um, you know, make your way on around. You got to go through Kennedyville to get to Easton, so you got to stop at Molly's, and at the very least, you can get your you can get your hunting license there. Yeah, uh, you probably can get some Pit Boss Brown beer there at Molly's mm-hmm. Mart, and um, it's 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 where you can fuel your adventure at Molly's. Mm-hmm. So they got the sporting goods store. They've got Molly's Restaurant and Molly's Mart, so they've, they've got it all there for you. And then about another another hour's drive on down to Easton, and uh, the whole town of, of Easton, Maryland gets involved. They have the World Goose Calling Championship. They've got the Live Duck Calling Championship. Um, you know, they got the manufacturers. Uh, well, not many. Yeah, kind of the, the, the brand midway throughout there. Molly's has their own tent there, too. And uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's, just, it's, a, it's a great show. And um, they have kind of caps off the weekend saturday night they have the um kind of more of with the calling contest they have the sportsman's banquet which is basically kind of a, a one fee gets you all you can eat and drink and they have plenty of seafood they have plenty of oyster plenty of crab um i don't know what beer they serve but they got they got a lot a lot of a lot of beer flowing there too at the same time and it's a really good time to you know you can catch up with with um, any of the vendors that are there the guys that have been calling in the contest, you know, it's, it's just kind of a, I won't say it's a who's who kind of thing, but it is kind of a, a mini's who, who of, uh, of, of the waterfowl where you can, you can kind of get, you know, have a drink with talk to and, and, and that kind of thing. And then a, about an hour and 20 minutes drive from, from Easton over towards ocean city. First stop is crabs to go. So you can get your, <laughs> you can get, get, get something there. And then, yeah, man, we'll, we'll, we'll cook something. And then Monday morning we'll go shoot some sea ducks. Yeah. Can't wait. Now, since, since I can't make this trip, Damien, your mission while you're down there, I need you to bring me back an official collaborative Molly's and Pit Boss drinking cup. Okay. I don't have I don't have one handy, but yes, we can do that. Yeah. I, I need one of those cups. Comes in black, bottomland, or shadow grass. Bottomland. 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 <laughs> bottomland. Bottomland. And and I'm bringing. I don't know Phil, but I think I know Phil well enough that he's picking Bottomland. Um, and I'm bringing Mark, so he'll be uh, he'll be the designated driver for the entire trip. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I'm. I'm really. There's not. Sorry. Oh, it's awesome, boys. Um, great episode. I don't want to cut it short, but we are. we are sort of kind of rambling on here right now and, and not really. Uh, That's what we do every episode. Well, it seems a little bit labored right now to try and get something going. So uh, we could talk a, about late uh, use. A, we could talk about spring turkey. I think there's something important that we need to kind of mention that I go. think it'll be public. No, ah, maybe we should wait one more week. Yeah. I think we'll wait one more yeah, week. One more week. Yeah. Bit of a secret. Yeah, it, it is a bit of a secret and something that we're extremely uh, excited about. But yeah, let's not let the cat out of the bag yet. A bit of a teaser. Wait, are you thinking Actually, of the we, thing? Are, are you thinking of the thing I'm thinking of, or the other yes. thing? Well, we've got well, two things. Actually, you know what, Jeff? Um, are, are you thinking of the first thing or the you, second thing? I haven't told you about the second thing yet, Jeff. So, uh, so I will tell you about that uh, off the air. Um, which is which is really cool. Which is something that's um, a big deal to us. And, and Dave 
they've really done uh, done the work on this one. So, but then the other thing, the other thing is definitely going to be announced next week. Okay, I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, I'll wait. It's going to be announced next week, but we're not announcing it. But you know what? I would like someone, any one of our followers, make a comment down in the comment section on the YouTube what you think that secret is. Right? Get some interaction going. Yeah. Yeah. Let's invite see. your friends to like, comment, subscribe, ring the bell, all those catchphrases. Look for Phil on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we. We, we we do have to try to rival Jeff's um, YouTube following. So so we are trying to, to catch up to Jeff here. So help us out, people. We just, we just did hit the 10,000. Did 10, you really? Drivers. Yes, I was, wow. I was really, really pleased with that. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. Thank you. And thank you. Anybody that's watching that's uh, subscribed to our channel, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. That's huge, dude. 10,000 followers. Thank you. Jeff's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Just like big that time. beard. That beard's a big deal. That is big. Hey. I heard I heard there's a fist underneath it. There's a there's a there's a village. Are, are we TikTok fans? Dave is. No. Dave really is. Yeah. I think I, it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. It's I dabble comedy. I dabble in, in TikTok, but um yeah. Dave lives in us. So, so why, why, why did you ask Jeffrey? Well, I've had, I've had an account. I've had an account for a while. And, and, and my, my Jerry, do you guys know, if I say Jerry Maguire, do you know, yeah. is that a good yes. yeah. Okay. So my, my Jerry Maguire is, is always telling me, he's always helping me. He's trying to focus me, get me going in a good direction. And we talked recently. He's like, how's the, how's the TikTok going? It's like, man, I fell off the wagon. Yeah. He says, you, you need to get back on that wagon. So I made a very concerted effort. Post, 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 and man, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm like, I'm being, I'm being, not, not being banned, but I'm getting messages that I'm breaking community guideline rules, and evidently TikTok does not like killing ducks. No. Oh, we, we got um, the Punisher one. We got in trouble because I made one on how to do, um, tie up your decoy rigs when using the Lifetime decoy rigs. Lifetime hit us up, but um, I tried to make a video <laughs> on that. And they banned us for like this whatever amount of time. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'll just keep looking at the chicks dancing with their tits out. Like that's what TikTok is, you know. I can't show how to hang up a fucking decoy to store it, but I can look at half naked chicks for three quarters of an hour. If, if you were in like a little mankini, probably would have passed. No, you know what? We didn't our TikTok Nobody didn't take off that. because Damien wouldn't fucking dance on it, right? Uh, <laughs> Uh, partially yeah. because I wouldn't do the editing because I didn't want to see that <laughs> yeah. shit either. You, you need to rig the decoys and like little um. Yeah. Hey, listen. The, the dumber your dances, the better on TikTok. Come oh. on. Yeah. Hey, you listen. To, I will. I will throw it out there though. If if we can get, if it'll help us get ten thousand followers, I will dance in a mankini. And if we get twenty thousand followers, he won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that should be reversed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. I do watch it. Like there's some funny stuff on it. Like I there's I, I'm a 
growing up at home, my, my dad was a, was a huge fan of, of the old comedy, like, uh, Don Wrinkles and Don Knotts and, and Harvey Corman and, and, and these guys, right? So the beauty about TikTok is that all of these guys, somebody has been a fan and has put all of their stand-up on, on TikTok. So that's what I, I like watching all the old, especially Don Wrinkles, who, who was years before his time. Um, I, so I like, I like the comedy stuff. Um, uh, but there, there's some pretty funny stuff on there. There's some stupid shit too. Um, some really stupid shit, but I don't know. We, t- we tried to do a, a, a TikTok channel, but, uh, yeah. again, Dave wouldn't show his tits. So I tried. I- <laughs> Got well, banned. Thankfully for me, YouTube is still somewhat friendly with that. So you can, you can get away as long as you check the right boxes. That's right. Get away. Yeah, and they've changed a bit, but they're not terrible. Yeah. So Jeff, when you're doing your vlogging, and Damien and I are touching on starting doing like actual vlogs, so that we have more content going up. What kind of camera equipment are you using? Is it just your cell phone, or what do you do with it for that? Because it's some of it's actually fairly good quality, right? I, I mean, I, to my, I might, I, I'm biased, but yeah, I think it is good quality. I think but it's yeah. good quality. It's good content. I'm just talking about the actual quality of the images, right? Yeah. So anything that you see that I, when I'm in the duck boat, the world's largest duck boat, that's with my iPhone. Yeah. And that's, that's the new iPhone as well, right? You had that. Yeah. yeah the 13 or whatever. Yeah. She will allow me just cause she knows I'm so much into it. She will allow me to get the new iPhone each time that they come out with it. So, so I'm, I am fortunate there and you guys, you guys got the software to edit stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've got yeah, it now. I yeah, oh, you know fire. what? That's something. I'm sorry, fellas. We haven't gotten into this yet. What? Um, our good friend Mark Bitch is starting his own YouTube channel. <laughs> it's not going yet. It's not going yet, but it's 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 gonna be going here real soon. And I'm telling you what, if you are a tree cutting aficionado. I can't even say that word. Is, um, is it just a... is it just videos like slow panning beside a, a chainsaw with the sounds like bounce, bounce, yeah? Oh, like I'm gonna love this. Tunes? Did you? I'm did you? Love this. Hey, remember a couple We're years ago? Brainstorm later. Yeah, <laughs> remember a couple years ago that dude and and he like this dude was he he worked in the woods right? Big beard. He was a big man, and he he done that photo shoot where he's like just wearing a pair of cutoff jean shorts and the suspenders, no shirt on, big, big gut on. He was a massive man, just a big, strong man. And he's doing all these poses with his, with his chainsaw and all this. So did you see those? I got to find, I got to find them, but it, it's hilarious. And, it, and it's really what he's doing. He's making fun of all these, you know, these women that, you know, just grab a, a chainsaw or whatever and they're half naked and they get all kinds of attention and and this guy's a ginger too right so big red beard the whole bit as just it was hilarious if anything poking fun at the hipsters yeah the hipsters wearing their plaid red and black plaid shirts oh yeah <clears throat> skinny jeans they roll up the cuff that's all. That's all down in Toronto. We don't see that stuff over yeah, here. Yeah, them boys never swung an axe a day in their life. 
think someone did up a video. He tried to get these hipsters to uh, fire off a chainsaw. Yeah. And it was actually pretty funny, man. Epic. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I could yeah. say I could see that. You got a chainsaw, Jeff? <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Jeff, you got a chainsaw? Gun chainsaw, you got bugs? Well, I'm, I'm I'm trying to think what the number is. It's a it's a, a two fifty. Uh, oh, it's a Husqvarna. No, no, no. no. That's a steel. What above? MS two fifty. Yeah, but it's got like a name, like I'm gonna say, not a not a woodsman. Farm boss. Farm boss. Farm boss. That's it. Okay. So that's a two seventy. All right. So look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it too loud, but Aaron. <laughs> Karen loves to run that thing and she she burnt the damn blade up on the thing. Oh, yeah. I got it. Yeah, she's mad at me right now, sitting out in the garage apart with the blade off. She's what is that? What's the blade off? I said, Karen, I tried to cut a bush out front. It's like the damn thing that it's it's locked up. And she's I'm usually riding the tractor and she's walking around, you know, cutting stuff down. I don't know what she did to it, but I gotta get a new bar for it because the you need the, you need to flip the bar. Tape. Have you guys seen Jeff use a circular saw? <laughs> like again going back to the i almost thought he was dying in the waiters like this was he and I he says not. it he's like he's like cutting the just like a don't plank do, of wood with a circular saw and he's like okay just don't do what i do boom when he's got it and then he's just like the blade's still running and he flips the plank over like like he's still gonna cut like just like it does a 360 like holy shit jeff watch your fingies bud Flip flops on. Phalanges. Hey, he, he's got know. ten. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a that's again, a good farm, farm boss, but yeah, she's. I'm not again. I don't know what she did to it, but yeah, she and she she's more of the chainsaw the chainsaw person than myself because usually I'm I'm cutting while I'm going back and forth on tractor. She's walking around cutting stuff up. It's good so, though. You got to still that. And, uh, we Shut got up, the, Mark. The Komodo, <laughs> is it the Komodo? Uh, the power head that you can put all the parts and pieces on. Komodo. I think it's Komodo. Uh, power head? Yeah, but like power head, and it's got a weed whacker. Uh, we got we've got a chain, a small oh, chain. Com combi system or something. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it's yeah, I thought it was started with a K though. But anyway, yeah, we got we got that. Something like that, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a little disappointed that Damien butchered my photo today with a nice, beautiful Husqvarna saw in the background. And <laughs> Good job, Damien. Good yeah. job. On the you cropping. know exactly hack, what I was doing there, Murph. Hack, you... hack that fucking chainsaw right out of the phone. Yeah, big time. <laughs> I was big... going to comment, great job, but I don't have to. I can say it here. Yeah. Great, great, job, great, great editing, Damien. Well yeah. done. Now, yeah. Phil, you see why I get on his ass about his, his cropping, don't you? <laughs> no, I did that on purpose. I know, Dick. I totally that was, did. That was a well-done photo. It hey, was. It was. It was. Yeah, I just didn't want Husqvarna in the picture. <laughs> Sorry, buds. Wah, wah, wah. Anyways, boys, um, great episode. Uh, well done because I thought we were done ten minutes ago, but you guys, uh, you guys. Being the professionals that you are, you rallied, put the rally hats on and, and pulled off another 10 minutes. So um, great, Jeff, buddy. Again, awesome to hang out and chat with you, uh, see your face. We chat often, but uh, to be able to see your face. And and I did 
that video today, that was awesome. I really did enjoy it. And there's a lot of, it's getting a lot of traction too, because there's a lot of people commenting on that video. So um, again, ladies and gentlemen, if you, if you have no idea what we're talking about, go check out uh, Pit Boss Waterfowl social media and you'll see a very young and spry Jeff Coates jumping into the pool with a pair of waders on. Yeah. Um, we'll do a quick round the table and then last words to you, Jeff Philly. Jeffrey, again, always a pleasure to have you on here, sir. Cheers to you. Hope, hopefully one of these days I'll make it down and be able to meet hunt, hunt, hunt with you down in the salt water there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark? Great chat, and Jeff. Good to see you again. Uh, can't wait to get down this uh, this fall coming, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll be talking again in some sort of media form before then, so... Buddy, that's November. We he's do, he's good for another three or four episodes here on the show before November. I Easy. figured that. <laughs> Dave. Yeah, Jeff, good to talk to you again. Keep in touch and uh hopefully I see you in the fall. 100 percent Jeff to you, buddy. Damien, Dave, Mark, Phil, guys, thank you very much. It's a it's an honor. To be on for my fifth time? Fifth, fifth time. Fifth, fifth time. time. Episode 82 of the yes. Punisher Waterfowl Podcast. Yes, sir. Awesome. Thank you. It is ER. Pit Boss Waterfowl, check them out if you haven't, but I have no doubt in my mind you know exactly who he is. Send them some love. Tell them that you watched them on our podcast and go follow them. Um, ring the bell, do all that good stuff. Um, as always, we are as advertised. We don't we don't pretend to be experts. We're just a bunch of dudes that love hanging out and, and just shooting the shit, drinking uh, whatever our personal favorite libation is. Um, this was episode 82, everybody. Thank you so much for following along, listening to us uh, ramble on. Um, and as in true Jeff Coates form, thinking of you, we are boom. <laughs> Until next time.